Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you on this Cyber Monday? I'm, I'm good. I'm better than I thought I was a couple of days ago. I actually thought I might have COVID for a couple of days, so I was laying low and trying to decide. It's really, it's really awkward when you think you might ha- have COVID, who you have to notify and who you don't have to notify and who you worry and who you don't worry. So fortunately, all three tests came back negative. So that's good. I'm good to go today, although my voice is still a little iffy. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's antidote. We hope that uh, you had a wonderful holiday weekend if you're in the States. And if not, you had that you just had a wonderful weekend as it was. Um, I would imagine that everybody, at least everybody in the Baltimore area is moving a little slow tonight. The Ravens were on TV late last night. It was a holiday, long holiday weekend. It'll be interesting to see how much gets done in the the Baltimore area uh, today and for everyone else, you still had a long weekend that you're trying to be like, oh, man, it was nice maybe to have Friday off and Saturday and maybe Sunday. Yeah, there are many small business owners who were very busy over the weekend. So good for them to take advantage of whatever opportunities you have. So today, um, on today's antidote, like every weekday, we will have a discussion around a topic. And, and then at the end of the discussion, we'll come up with our one thing. One thing that we hope will help you move forward along your own unique pathway to success. And if you are listening to the podcast, we hope that you will share it with others and rate our show. Five stars. Oh, that's 10. Sorry. Five stars. Five stars would be great. And if you are watching the broadcast on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, or Facebook, uh, that you will feel free to comment if you have thoughts around the topic, because we know that it will have a, a huge impact on the show and bring up things that we might not have considered that others might be looking for. So please feel free to comment. And at the end, if you'd like to share your one thing, that would be great as well. And so before we dive into our topic, which is making wishes, and today we'll talk a little bit about what it is. We'll first dive into what we always do. First thing in the show is talk about our celebrations. So what are you celebrating today, Bob? That I don't have COVID. Simple and quick. That was pretty easy. I I had a feeling that was coming, but I wasn't 100% positive. How about you? Uh, I'm celebrating that um, all my, the family that traveled to visit us made it home safely, which was good. And I'm also celebrating that, uh, you know, looking forward for the next month, uh, my schedule is a little bit lighter. I don't have too many projects. And I'm sure that will change. And it gives me a great opportunity and some time to work on my book, which is what I was hoping for. So I'm celebrating awesome. sometimes space to do what we maybe haven't found time to do in the past. So that's my celebration. So what is the nation celebrating today? It's a big day today, Tom. It's Cyber Monday. 
Anyone who's watching or listening to this is probably multitasking. They've got us on the corner of their screen and they are scouring the internet for the latest, greatest deals. Those things that you can only get on Cyber Monday, that by Cyber Wednesday or Thursday, you're going to go, why did I buy that? What was I thinking? But this is one of those days. It's a day to be at the office, be at home. I saw one study that said that productivity drops like 40% today because people are using their internet access at work or at home to find these deals. So interesting. And it's also for a lot of small business owners, like uh, people that have products and services on Etsy or Fiverr or Elance or some of the other ones like that. This can be a really big day. Sure. Sure. You know, this, this can be make it or break it just like small business Saturday, just like black Friday. This, this is go time for businesses that rely on customers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that's, uh, it'll be interesting to see how these, these years always play out. You know, they're every year, it seems like it's a little different. Some people are really into it. Sometimes they're not. It's a f interesting four days, four days, five days. Five. When you go well, from. Because Friday, Thursday really isn't part of it. Right. And then you roll into Tuesday is Giving Tuesday. Oh, that's right. It's Giving Tuesday. You know, there's a lot <laughs> As of. As if anyone's got money left. Well, that's. Seems like Giving Tuesday should be on Friday. Should have been the Wednesday. No, it should have been the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's probably when everyone's in the mood to give. Correct. They're Correct. all thankful. That, yeah, I never understood that. Yeah. Can you switch that up for us? I'll, I'll get to work on that because I'm sure I have that kind of influence. Okay, that's good. You know, you do have a big program, Tom. True. And if you, if you tell if you tell the powers that be that we're going to vote with our feet. We're going to put our it. influence over our community to uh, to make a change. That's it. That's it. I mean, look at what we've accomplished so far. Yeah, true. True. That is true. And that is probably just a wish that I could hold that uh, uh, may or may not actually come to fruition. So let us dive into our topic today, which is making wishes. And it's interesting when these topics, when we decide on the topic, which sometimes is Monday morning and other times it's Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday uh, night. It was Saturday night. night because there was a Ravens game Sunday night. And I wasn't mm -hmm. going to be dealing with your 9 p.m. Hey, what's our topic for this week? And other times we have it actually planned out. So it's, <laughs> it is, uh, it's interesting. And when this came across as a suggestion, I wasn't quite sure where it would go. So I've been thinking about it a little bit over the last day or so. So I'm interested in your take before I share mine on making wishes and what it is. So I've talked to a number of people over the years while I've been running my own business. And I've said the same thing myself. I wish this would happen. I wish I could figure out how to do marketing better. I wish I could get more customers. I wish that I could um, not have to work so many hours. I wish that. And what I was thinking when I was suggesting the topic to you is that we make these wishes, but wishes are kind of hollow. That, to me, a wish is like, universe, solve this problem for me. I want you to do the work versus I'm going to work fewer hours. That means I'm going to have to be more efficient. That means I might do our six-week program, finding success the renegade way. 
That might mean that I tell people I can't do as many things. That might mean that I change my customer base, all those things. So I think there's a contradiction between wishing, wishing and actually acting. And I think wishing is just uh, the word I, that comes to mind. I said once hollow to me. Hmm. What are your thoughts, Tom? Yeah, it's interesting. I, uh, I thought about that. And then I thought about it. It's like those dreams. It's kind of like dreams or desires almost is maybe a better word. Things that we truly desire that we believe should come true. You know, and then you get into should, could, would, or, you know, it's a, it's a desire that you don't think is ever really going to happen. And yet you put it out there for whatever reason. Um, and I think that it's, it's interesting because there's a lot of people who would say and who firmly believe that if you share it, that a lot of times the universe does figure out a way to have it come true. It might not come true in the way you thought it would. And other times it manifests itself almost exactly as you had hoped. Now, I think that there's, I think there's something about disbelief in a wish. Because to me, a wish is like, yeah, this would be awesome if this happened. And I don't really believe it's going to happen. Whereas others who, when they put things in the universe, as some would like to say, it is, I will do this. I can do this. This is what is going to happen. And I think there's a very different mindset around that of someone who firmly believes that if I take these actions or I take some action, something is going to happen the way I had hoped it would. And others who kind of wish for it, it's really, I guess hollow is a good word. And I think it's just a desire that we, that is probably, we really don't believe is going to come true. And, and I think, it's it's almost that mindset of um, kind of like expected results. You know, those things that we really hope are going to happen and they ultimately we're not 100% positive that they are or aren't confident that they are going to happen. You know, and so while it's interesting, I think sometimes making a wish, sometimes I use that. You know, I talk to people about, hey, if you're stuck, what would you like it to look like? And many people have a hard time with that. And yet, if you say, like I sometimes do, all right, well, imagine that I have a magic wand and I can wave that wand over you and I will make whatever your wishes come true. And I think that that allows people to dream, to desire something and helps them sometimes think bigger than they might otherwise have. Sadly, though, if it's just a wish, it's it's difficult to see the path to that wish coming true without some assistance from someone else. And I think that's usually the missing piece is like the wish is a desire that we think could happen, hope could happen without really a a plan or a process on how we would actually get there ourselves. Don't you think also at times, Tom, a wish is sort of just like the, the big, big, big goal that's so far out that you can't possibly get there. Or if you got there, like, you know, uh, what's I'm trying to think of a wish I've heard lately. Um, oh, I, I had a child tell me a couple of days ago, I wish I could eat chocolate all day and all night. Okay. That's not realistic. That doesn't 
you know, that would not be safe. That would not be healthy. And you know, and I know as adults, if you ate chocolate all day and all night for about two days, you'd be finished with chocolate. So it's, it's one of those fantastical things, right? It's not, it's not grounded in reality. Where do they make wishes and all is Disney, right? Which we know isn't real, right? It's a fantasy world. It's a, it's a beyond the rational, beyond what we deal with in our day to day. And I think that's the thing to me about wishing that it takes on that fantastical quality as well. So it's hollow and it's fantastical. And those two things to me don't make for, as you said, figuring out your pathway forward. It's just sort of wash over me. And even, and I believe in the law of attraction. I believe in you put it out there, but you got to put it out there and then you got to do the work. You don't say I'm going to be a millionaire right now. And then suddenly today, someone walks in the door and goes, Bob, you're a millionaire. There's work to be done. If I want a successful business, there's work to be done. And I can wish all I want. You know, I wish this, I wish this, I wish this. But there's got to be effort that's put behind it. And I think with, as you said, with the wishes, I think we don't do the work that really needs to be done because we're doing it. We're, we're looking for the big thing, not the incremental steps that get us there. And I think that's something I've learned over the last couple of years. It's not the big thing that I really need to work on. It's the next thing. It's what we do with the, all our programming and all our laser solution sessions and our coaching calls. What's that next thing you need to tackle? Because I don't care what you have to tackle in January. That's January. I need to know what you need to tackle today. I have three things I have to do today that are really important for my business today. Tomorrow, sure. there are things. But... That's not to say that there's something big, but it's got to be broken down. And I think that it's, you know, I have this, I'm torn a little bit as I see the value of considering if I had a wish, what would I wish for? You know, so many people say, I wish I had more time. And really we can't create, and we have no control over that. And, you know, I've heard that so many times from people that I've worked with is I wish I just had more hours in the day. Wish I just, you know, um, the time thing seems to be like, if I only had this, things would be different. And I actually think that usually people who are wishing that way, if even if they had more time, it's not the time issue. It's about how do they prioritize what they do within that time. And I think that's one of the the biggest challenges. And that might be one of the things about wishes is that Yes, we can wish for it, but if we actually had it, would we know what to do with it? Or would we would we be able to leverage it to the way that we thought we would? Because if it's just given to us, we don't really understand, one, how we got there, two, the value of whatever that is, and then three, how do we then leverage it to move forward or use it to get to whatever our next stop is? And at the same time, I think it's sometimes good to Think about if I could wish, what would it look like? And I guess if you just leave it as a wish, we never get to what you were discussing, which is the actions needed to be taken to give that wish a chance to come true. 
it's like plant putting a plant in the ground right it, or, or seeds you just drop the seed you don't touch it leave it alone if it's horseradish or if it's a pumpkin you're good to go it'll take over it'll do everything and your wish of a big fat pumpkin is going to come true if it's a tomato you better put up the netting or the cage around it. You better water it regularly. You better make sure it gets sun. You need to weed it. Oh, I wish for tomatoes. I drop the seeds in the ground and nothing happens. And I think so often as when I've grown tomatoes, the joy in tomatoes is best knowing the work that went in over those 86 or 90 days to get it, to, to have a cherry tomato that I can pull off the vine it's warmed in the sun and I eat it. That tomato tastes far better than anything I buy at the store when I could just go to the store and buy cherry tomatoes right now. That's my wish. I want a cherry tomato right now. Boom. Go to the store, buy my cherry tomato. But waiting 86 to 90 days, yes, I know how many days it takes with the cherry tomatoes I get. That's part of the enjoyment, the lessons I learned along the way. Oh, I watered it too much. Oh, it can't be in this location anymore because the sun is being blocked by a garage. I can't do this. Oh, we haven't had enough rain this year. I need to water it even more. Or, wow, April was really the wrong month to plant it. And I think it's the same with our business or our teams. We It would be great with our teams to just so, guys, go do it. Here's the goal. End of year, we need to double sales. Yeah, my wish is to double sales because I get a great commission. It's not going to happen. And if it did, it's not sustainable, right? Well, you don't know what you did to get there. Exactly, which ultimately might be the worst part of a wish coming true is you didn't learn the lessons along the way. And to me, and I was thinking about you and I both come to this place where we are in our careers because we've learned a lot of lessons. Because most of our wishes haven't come true. We've had to do the hard work. And the hard work is what gets us to a place today where we can say, you know what? If you handed it to me on a silver platter, if you walked in here with a tray of cherry tomatoes right now, I'd eat them, but it wouldn't be nearly as good as those ones I have in late July. Sure about that? Yes, I am. They're different. Well, of course, yes. Because I know the work that went into creating that tomato, that that I was involved in the process. It wasn't just literally handed to me on a silver platter. I think the effort that we put into what we do is the value. It's the journey, not the destination, right? The older I get, the more I really believe that. I used to hear that be like, that's what rich people say. That's what people, successful people say to, to make you feel like you have to do the hard work. Little did I realize that's exactly what they were saying. Sure. Well, I think that's that's part of it, you know, is that it's it is the I think sometimes our wishes come true. They just manifest themselves differently. And I think the more I try to look at things that way is that I didn't really know what I was wishing for when I wished for it because I didn't have that knowledge, experience or perspective. I was just I thought i looked at something and thought wow this would be great if i had it this is the way my life was whatever the case might be and yet i don't know all the things that go into that 
you know, as a kid, you'd be like, wow, I wish I could be a CEO or I wish I could be a professional athlete because, you know, look at the great lives they have. Well, they have the great lives now because of all the things that they did. And sometimes their lives aren't as great as you think. You know, if you can't walk around without being known by everyone and everyone having their own opinion on whether or not you are a good CEO, a bad CEO, your company is good or bad. Tom, what are you talking about? You and I deal with that all the time. You know, you go to the grocery store and people are like, aren't you Tom Brush, the uh, the today's antidote guy? I mean, doesn't that happen to you all the time? More than I ever thought it would. <laughs> and yeah, uh, in some regards, I'm not sure that's what I wished for. You know, if someone had to ask me, what, were you, what would you wish for? I'm not sure that that's that I don't know that it, for me, I don't know that's about me being recognized. Right. I think the more people who would be like, hey, you know what, this is the way I see the world. And that if I thought I had some influence on that, that would be where I would, what I would wish for is that. Right. But how many people would say, I want to have a successful podcast. I want to have a successful Facebook live. I sure. want to have a successful LinkedIn live. Okay. Yeah. But until you define what successful is, how do you even know you get there? Right? Correct. I want everyone to know me. Yeah. Actually, I'm like you. I just want to make a difference. If we, if we have, I joke, but I, I really. If you want both. And I understand that. No, I, I wouldn't mind a little recognition, but I still would rather someone, if one person a month said, you know what? You did that broadcast the other day. You were talking about wishes and it changed how I look at my day. That's all I need, truly. There was a time where I wanted to be world famous. But I, I, I'm not, that's not of appeal to me anymore. That was the wish when I was, I don't know, 22. Sure. Over the years, I've realized that world famous really isn't that worldly and famous. It's just different. And it's got a lot of trappings with it that I really wouldn't enjoy. Sure. I mean, I think that's what I think so often the things we wish for, we don't really realize all that goes into that and what that what getting to that point truly means because we haven't experienced it and we don't know all that is behind what happened for someone to get to where they are. Um, I mean, I saw Tom when I was at the Griffith Observatory with all those other people watching Adele. You saw the special last week. I was in the crowd there and I'm looking around and I'm like, these people and the limousines, how terrible it is. And everyone looking at how they dress. And I was in my, you know, Renegade Success Network polo. Nice. And I was perfectly fine there. And then I was also with Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett when they did their big concert. You know, and I saw all those people and they they had made the wish and it just wasn't the wish for me. Look at the circles you move in. I know. I know. Who would have thought it? I know. All right, Bob. So as we get through this and we talk about making wishes and what it is, what's your one thing? I don't have one at the moment. I'm going to have to let you go first. All right. My one thing is about making wishes. I think it's half of the equation. Uh, it's it's fine to make wishes and to put out there what you desire. 
and you have to do the other side of it. You have to figure out what are the steps that you need to take, whether it's if you wish to have a successful business, whether you wish to be a better leader, whether you just wish to be seen differently in the world. There are actions that you're going to have to take to help you get to that point that wishes almost never just show up that they they there are things that go into it that we have no idea that people have done that have actually helped them get to the point where we for something that we might be wishing for and so i don't mind the wishes just realize what is the work you have to do behind there to get to it and i think that's the piece that people so often don't have they can wish you know a lot of the people that we work with have a belief of where they want to be what they want their day to look like, what they want their work to look like, what they want their business to look like, their team. They just can't see the steps to get there. And I think that's the piece. I think they're also the people who are willing to do the work because they have stepped up and said, you know what? I want this to be more than just a wish. And I realize that for it to be more than just a wish, I have to do something to help make that a reality. And what they did was say, hey, look, I can't do this necessarily alone. I need someone else to help me. And so that's that would be my one thing is that I think wishes are great as long as you are willing to put in whatever the work is to get to where you want to be. OK, I like that. Um, I'm going to go a little different direction. I think that wishes are a stand in for something much deeper. So like I gave the example of the Facebook, the successful Facebook Live or someone saying I want a successful business. I think there's a marker of that behind that that's more of a driver than the wish. So if you want a successful business, is it because you want to be a millionaire or is it because you want to help people solve a problem? And as we get closer to that thing that really matters to us deep down inside instead of the wish sentence, I think that's when we're willing to do the hard work. That's when we're willing to get uncomfortable. And that's when we're actually making progress towards it because it becomes more concrete. And that thing that really matters to you, for you and me, helping just one person each day, even if it's just us, figure these things out. That's the driver. That's what gets me up every morning to do this. Even on the days when it's like, really, why am I doing this today? I have nothing to say. I can't believe it. You know, I'm really tired because I was out with Adele or with Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. I mean, you know, it's it's tough. And we're coming up to award season, Tom. So, you know, I'm going to have the Sunday night Emmy Awards and have to be here early the next morning. It's tough. It's so you've got to have yeah. that thing that drives you. Which could be a wish, correct? I, yes, if it's something that is possible. Sure. You know, I wish to be perfect. Well, let's face facts. I've learned over the last two years that's not real. I get, You're going Yeah, there's still a little bit of you that wishes to be perfect, isn't there? A little, sure. Sure. A Which little. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong for chasing perfection. Nothing well, wrong. and I heard Adele, you know, during that concert, she did miss one, one note. In your mind, I would imagine if you asked her, it was a B flat, not a B. I'm telling you, Tom, I know these things. I would, I would imagine that if you asked her, 
she would likely say there's something I could have done differently. Yeah. I think people, I think it's very, I think most people would find something in anything that they're doing. That was the perfect sales call. That was the perfect presentation <laughs> to your team. I think most people would, especially the people who want to learn and want to improve, yes. would step back and say, I could have done this differently. And that that would help them not just be, all right, I'm good. I was, that was perfect. I just, I'll just keep repeating that. It was perfect. Likely you're going to find yourself in more difficult situations down the road than the person who says, yeah, I thought that went really well. And I could have maybe done something a little bit different. Just well, mind. Tom, you know, and I know if there's someone out there and I know it might be the person right there. I'm looking at you. If you're on the podcast, I'm looking at you through the, you see me right up in that volume button. If you've been paying attention to this and going, wow, these guys are making sense to me. They're talking about wishes. I have wishes, but I have no idea how to achieve them. We would love to talk to you about how that can happen. We've got several different programs that we run. We do some amazing work with really short coaching sessions, 15 minutes, sometimes once every week, every other week, sometimes two, three times a week. And we try to help you find the next steps. If that's of interest to you, I will put in the uh, show notes for the podcast folks a way you can email us. And for the rest of you, you can just go in the comment, write a word like renegade. Put the word renegade and Tom or I will contact you and we'll discuss how it might work for you. So, Tom, you want to carry us towards the end? Absolutely. Thanks so much for being with us today. We hope that if you have one thing and you are watching the broadcast, that you will put it in the comments. If you're listening to the podcast, go to our Ring of Renegades Facebook group. If you're not yet a member, it's easy to join. Just go to Facebook, search for Ring of Renegades, and then you just have to ask to join and tell us why you're a renegade. Then you can become a part of our community where we are trying to help each other take our next step along our own unique pathway to success. So we hope that we will see you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's Antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace renegading you and don't shop all day. Okay. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, Go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.